everyone and welcome back to On the Bright Side. For those of you who are new here, hi, I'm your host Caroline Susco. Happy New Year guys. We made it. We made it to 2023. That is the first time I've said that. Happy New Year. Happy 2023. How wild is that? 2023. I like the ring to that. I like the ring to that. So I'm declaring it here first. 2023 is going to be the year. It's going to be the year for all of us. And I am putting that into the universe right now. So I hope everyone had a super fun New Year's. How was your New Year's? What'd you guys do? You have to, you have to let me know because there's so many different things that people are doing. You know, some years I'm comfy, comfy, that's not a word, comfy laying on the couch and other years I'm out and about. This year I was out with my friends from home, which was super, super fun because I don't get to see them as much anymore because of the whole, the whole college thing. You know what I mean? And I always forget how fun New Year's Eve is until I'm actually living it. Do you guys know what I mean? Like a holiday, like Christmas, we get so excited and we're like, OMG, four days left, counting down the minutes. But New Year's Eve, I don't feel like anyone's ever like, oh my gosh, six days till New Year's Eve, yippee, yippee, you know? And then when we get to the actual holiday, we're like, oh my gosh, I think it's a hidden, not a hidden, a buried treasure holiday. A buried treasure holiday. That is a good one because that makes perfect sense. Same thing with like 4th of July. We have so much fun on the day, but it's not like a countdown to the day. And then when we get to that, we're like, oh my gosh, I forgot how fun this was. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I haven't heard that word before, buried treasure holiday. So that's what we're going to call it, a buried treasure holiday, New Year's. Anyways, I'm so glad to be back on the mic for a whole new year of so many more episodes, so many more guests, and some content. I am so, so excited for you guys to hear. I I just miss talking. You guys, you know me, I'm a talking machine. So to not be, this is like my therapy session, so to not have that was a little weird. But on my little break in December, I worked on other parts of the podcast. You know, like reaching out to guests, planning episodes, booking guests, promo, Instagram posts, brainstorming ideas, and all that. I feel like people forget that there's more than just talking in the mic. There's so much more to it behind it. But yes, I brainstormed some really fun ideas, motivating topics that I felt would be perfect, perfect, perfect for these episodes coming up. And I am so, so excited to share them with you guys this year. I keep saying double words of everything. So, so, super, super, I don't know. That's just how I talk. And I booked some guests and let me tell you, they are awesome. Some of them are friends, but others are from social media. I got to meet with them, talk with them. And oh my gosh, it's literally amazing. Just meeting people you didn't think you would usually meet and meeting them for the first time and actually talking with them. So I am thrilled for you guys to hear those episodes this year, but I definitely needed that little break. It was nice to just take a break in December and focus on some other parts of the podcast. But let me tell you, it felt it felt really weird and almost sad not putting episodes out. I'm laughing because I have this super close attachment with On the Bright Side now. This podcast is my life. It's like my little baby. So to not be playing around with it and doing not the recording for a month was so weird to me and it was sad. 
but it's just because it's my new normal now. And I just love bringing episodes to you guys. And even just making these episodes for you guys, it brings serotonin to me. I just love making this happy content. Just makes me feel so much happier. Just putting it out there gives that energy right back to me. But now the puzzle pieces have begun to click and I'm like, oh, this whole time it was social media. And it took a little time to figure that one out. But kind of realizing that I found my place over December and just looking at everything from a step back. It was just like a wow realization that I needed and just taking a minute to look at all we've accomplished, look at all we've done because we forget to just wait a second. We always just keep going, going, going. I definitely do that so much, but we never stop and be like, look at all we've done. Look how far we've come and reflect. It ironically ties in perfect to this episode topic. But before we get into this episode topic, of course, we start off with our gratefuls because, I mean, first, it's 2023. We have all made it another year and we can look back and be grateful for all the things 2022 brought us, all the opportunities, the experiences, the people. And even if 2022 wasn't your best year, I know for most things, you'll be able to look back at a point and see the silver lining. But to be super specific with my grateful, my grateful of today is the amount of support I received from people about following this dream of mine and having this podcast. I, story time, we're already off to story time. I was out one night at school and this girl comes up to me and she was like, oh my gosh, you're the girl with the podcast um, on, the, on, on the right side. My hand went to my mouth. I was like, guys, this may sound like the littlest thing ever, but I have never felt so happy. And she was like, OMG, I love listening. It helps me so much. And then she's like to one of her friends, oh my gosh, like Stacy, come here. This is the girl. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what? Like on the bright side has made it past my bedroom and I have a fan. I couldn't believe it. I, that's, I don't know how to put it into words. I couldn't believe it. If you told me that a year ago that people I don't even know would know my podcast before they know who I was, I, I, <laughs> I bet you guys can hear me smiling right now because it made my heart so happy. And then to take it a step even further, I called my parents the next morning and my grandparents, I was like, guys, guess what? (laughs) But it was so exciting for me. And that positive environment is something I will never take for granted because unfortunately, a lot of people are tearing other people down who are putting themselves out there because it's different. And especially in the social media world, you have to put yourself out there and keep on holding on to that dedication and keep working even when you're not seeing results, because we all know those results, that good you've been working for will come at a point. But in the meantime, you have to keep going. And that's with any career, but especially in the world of social media. And let me tell you, I'll be honest, some episodes I released this year, I worked so hard on and they did not get the response I wanted based on other, what other episodes got. And I was like, oh, this, you know, this is really hard because I worked my butt off. I thought everyone would really like this. I thought people would resonate with this. And, you know, not that many people listened. So, but you don't hold on to that. You don't hold on to that negative part that's saying, oh, this was a step backwards. 
you know, there's so many backward steps in life, but you just have to choose to see the steps in the right direction and keep counting those as a win versus the other one. So I guess I could have said this a lot quicker, but all the support is amazing and those little acts of kindness are everything. And speaking of support, On the Bright Side hit seven countries. Like, what? That is insane. You guys make me so happy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And all those little words of encouragement really make my day. So thank you guys for making me smile. And that's definitely my grateful of today. And I didn't want that to go unnoticed. And this kind of shows that even the little things, even the smallest words, the smallest acts of kindness can make someone's day and go so far. So always try to put all that good out there because all these little acts of kindness have helped me to keep going and moving forward with this fun little journey of mine. (laughs) Now you guys are probably like, Caroline, hello. It's time to get into the episode. Sorry guys, I get so distracted and give me a topic and I could go on and on about it. But today we're talking about 2023 and the intentions we have for the year to make it the best year yet, to make it our year. So let me start from the beginning, how I got this little idea in my head. So flashback a couple weeks ago, I am leaving Dirty Durham. Dirty Durham is what we call my college town. And I am getting ready to go. I'm packing up. And as I'm packing away some of my clothes, I was just randomly looking at my posters and I was looking at my dream board. And you know, I see my dream board every day. And this time I actually stopped and stared at the dream board. And you know, usually I don't do that. It's just a quick little glance. And I literally just stood there and took it all in. I remembered why I put each of those pictures up. And then I realized how almost every single one of these visions, ideas, dreams, and goals, they, they like literally subconsciously manifested. That's exactly how it happened because you're seeing it every day. You don't realize it. And then you're manifesting this without even knowing. So I was like, oh my gosh, this has to be the episode for today because everyone needs to get on this vision board thing because holy crap, it works. And if everyone had these vision boards and worked to make something that they look at every day that they love, oh my gosh, everyone's life would be so much better. And you know, once you learn something like this, you got to share it. You got to be like, guys, hello, this is what I learned. This can make your life better. And when I heard about this last year from that book, The Secret, time out. If you don't know what that is, go look it up, go read it, go listen to the recording of it. It's life-changing. But I was like, okay, I have nothing to do. I have nothing to lose, so let me try it. Let me try to do this vision board because I would continually hear people's stories of how they hung their goals up on the wall and they ended up putting them into existence because that goal was always subconsciously in the back of their mind and they were working for it without even knowing because they were seeing it every day without realizing. So now let me tell you how this all played out. I'm going to post the vision board so you can actually see it, but let me try to describe it. So basically a dream board is filled with pictures of all your goals and dreams and what you want to accomplish. And I'll leave it at that because in the first episode, I really went into detail with a dream board. So if you're not familiar with that, just go listen to that episode first. But anyways, so there's this one quote I put in and it says, get up, clean your desk, tie your hair back and just start. And when I put this up there, I was more thinking along the lines of, 
Caroline, don't take 15 days to write an essay. Sit down, do it, and just be happy you get to do it. Because, oh my gosh, if you know me, essays take so long for me to complete. I have no concentration when it comes to things like that. Like, I'm serious. So I was like, yes, that's a great goal. And yes, I ended up by the end of the year being able to do that a lot quicker. But I also started something brand new, this podcast, at the beginning of the year. I had no idea I even wanted to do a podcast. I had no idea how to do one, how to get the equipment, how to work with it. And the end of the year, here I was starting something new. I put my hair back every day of summer, got my pen down, got to work, researched how I would get this podcast up, my audience, all that. And I taught myself and I did it. And in the beginning of the year, I definitely was not like, okay, I'm going to put this up here to start a podcast and that's what I'm going to start. You know, it's weird like that because you put it up there thinking a whole different moment out of it and then it ends up being something totally different. And that one, that one's up for interpretation. I get it. If I, That's how I like to see it. If you don't want to see it like that, you don't have to. That's just the way I see it. Next one, Morgan Wallen. I put a concert picture of Morgan Wallen up in the left corner of my dream board. So time out, little story time. I got tickets for Morgan Wallen and I was so excited. I was like, oh my gosh, my friends are coming up. Morgan Wallen's gonna be so much fun. I love him. And I was so excited. And when I say excited, me and my friends were out of this world excited, planning months in advance, all of that. And I was so scared because I put it out there that I was so excited that I was going to jinx it and get super sick that day. And my anxiety, I don't know how to explain it, but that's how it works. So I put that up there because I was like, I am going to Morgan Wallen. I'm not going to let my head think I'm going to get sick. I'm going to be there. And I made it there. I had a great night. And just to continue this little manifestation picture of mine, it was a picture of Morgan Wallen 10 feet away from the crowd. And I was on lot. I paid like $40 for these tickets. Just, just wanting to go to hear the music, be with my friends, and just have a good night. Morgan Wallen comes up to the back lawn. He comes up and for three songs, he is 10 feet away. 10 feet away, just like the picture. And I was like, whoa. And I didn't realize that till I was looking back the other day at each picture. And I was like, that was literally my view. And I didn't even realize that. It's just weird things like that. Okay, this next one, I'm exposing myself a little. No, I'm exposing myself a lot. So... <laughs> This is so cringy. <laughs> I was at such a low making this. So don't hold any of this to me. So basically, when I was making this dream board, I was like, you know, I have a lot of girlfriends and they are awesome. But I was like, you know what? I need some more guy friends. I don't really have any. And I was actually kind of hoping for that best guy friend kind of romance thing. <laughs> I was at such a low. And there was this very, very specific guy friend I wanted. And I can't, no, I can't say the rest. I will totally expose myself. No, I can't. But if you want to know the story, I will gladly tell you it off, off the mic. <laughs> so at the end of the year, when you look at it one last time, this vision board in front of your eyes that you've been seeing all year round, it's so cool and inspiring to see how much you've accomplished in that year and just even that you've gotten through that year, you 
you persevered, you had some hard days, you had some great days, and you lived your best life. And there you go, you survived another year, and that's an amazing accomplishment in itself. And the nice part about these vision boards is that it's all just a vision board filled with aspirations and intentions. It's just something that you look up to to make you want to keep going. It's not something that you feel you need to do and beat yourself up over every day if it's not completed. So today, I wanted to talk about setting New Year's intentions and aspirations and the power within a vision board. So first, before we get started, I think it's key that I talk about why I'm not using the word resolution. And the nice part about these vision boards is that it's all just a vision board filled with aspirations and intentions. It's just something that you look up to to make you want to keep going. It's not something that you feel you need to do and beat yourself up over every day if it's not completed. So today, I wanted to talk about setting New Year's intentions and aspirations and the power within a vision board. So first, before we get started, I think it's key that I talk about why I'm not using the word resolution. Because when you think of New Year's, we tend to associate the two, resolution and New Year's. And we don't want to do this anymore. That's a thing of the past, and let me tell you why. All right, so think about the last New Year's resolution you made. Mine was that I would go to the gym five days a week. And let me tell you, I didn't even go once a week. Like, I never went to the gym, and then all of a sudden I was like, yep, I'm going to go five days a week. And then I also wanted to not go out as much as school. So I could really, really put myself first by not going out to parties as much as putting myself first. See, I don't think I really understood the definition of what it means to put yourself first. Um, and at the time, I thought this was two great resolutions that I wanted to get fit and focus on my mental health. And at the time, I thought this was a great idea because I was like, hey, I'm working on my mental health by not going out. I'm working on my physical self by working out and rewarding my body. And I was like, okay, perfect. This is going to work great. Yeah, it didn't work out. <laughs> at all and the reason why was because it's actually not doable or obtainable and it was not helping me at all i found that week one i would be drained because i was at the gym five days five days a week or yeah five days a week when literally in the year before i went to the gym maybe 10 times total in a year and now all of a sudden i wanted to go five times every single week like Yes, that's a great goal to work up to, but there has to be like an attainable setting with it. And of course, with this resolution, I added numbers. So numbers are hard because they discredit all the work you put out there. So for example, just say the first week of January, I worked out three days when I wanted to work out five. I'm beating myself up because I didn't work out all five days and I totally discredit the great three days I've just had of working out because I'm sad I didn't reach my goal. And that's not how we should be looking at these things. We should be looking at these things with a glass half full with a silver lining saying, you know what, hey, week one, great. I worked out three days, that's better than I did last year. And that's wonderful, I'm rewarding my body, I'm helping my body. And yeah, I found week one, I was drained going to the gym and would completely discredit all my hard work. And then with this, we feel like a failure. And we go into the new year 
maybe week two, don't reach our resolution. And that's just how we've set up the tone for the year as failing. When you didn't fail, you're just looking at it as failing when it's really not at all. And then with resolutions, I always feel like they're characterized as a chore. And when I say a chore, it means like with resolutions, it's never, you're always just looking at an end goal to better yourself, but you're never actually thinking about that, how it can actually better you. You're all, I feel like most resolutions are like, oh, I want to lose weight. Oh, I want to eat healthy. It's all about like diet culture. And I feel like we can thank the 2000s for that because it's stemmed back from then. And I feel like we've definitely grown where we're more accepting of bodies and I don't know, less worried about diets, which is amazing because our bodies are our bodies. We should be grateful for Yeah, but I feel like, I don't know, I feel like resolutions are characterized as a chore because we just want to get them done. We just want to check that box off because it doesn't even feel fun. You're just like, oh, I made this resolution. I have to go through with it. And we're just stuck looking at the end point. We're stuck looking to achieve these big things and forget to see all the blessings, the little blessings on the way because our eyes are so focused on the end goal that we totally forget to see all the good in between. And we don't pat ourselves on the back when we need it. We don't give ourselves that extra motivation when we need it. We don't say to ourselves, it's okay you didn't go today. We just tend to beat ourselves up. And that's the sucky thing with resolutions is that these resolutions don't remember that we're human. So for many people, we set these resolutions and it totally forgets the fact that we are human. That we make mistakes, that we forget things, that things get in the way, that life gets in the way, that we get sick. We can't control that. That's the outer world controlling and we can only control it so much. Yes, when we're feeling sick, we can rest, but there's things we can't control. So like, let me try to paint this picture. So just say one week you get sick or one day your friend really, really needs your help or, you know, something random comes up because, you know, that's just life. And, oh no, now you can't go to the gym for the fifth day because you really need to go help out this friend. And it's Sunday, so you can't get that final day in. Are you going to totally discredit yourself and beat yourself up because you're going to help someone? That you're putting yourself first? That you're not putting your resolution first for a minute of your day? And are putting something else first that's so much more important? Hell no. No, you're not. You're going to be proud of yourself for doing something different, for listening to your body. And resolutions completely discredit that. They totally forget that we are human. And then with resolutions and such, we tend to not listen to our bodies. Our bodies could be so hungry. And we're like, nope. Nope, my resolution doesn't call for that. And your body is literally lightheaded. Like, no, you need to replenish your body with the food it needs thank gosh it's now 2023 because i definitely believe we've evolved in the way we look at that but we just tend to punish ourselves and it it doesn't make sense it's not helping you it's helping no one and it's just putting this negative energy into the world so overall i kind of think resolutions bring out the worst in people now you're probably like caroline where is this on the bright side that was just a little bit negative nelly over here and I just had to share that because, again, it's both sides. We tend to not look at this side of resolutions and we tend to think resolutions are all butterflies and rainbows that everyone can achieve easily. But no. So 
resolutions are a thing of the past and resolutions along with all the negative is staying in the past year and it's not coming back into the next and this new year is the perfect time to do this we're focusing on ourselves for ourselves we're doing what's best for us we're doing what's good for us we're doing what's best for our mental health for our well-being and for so many of us we just need that reboot to start over and say hey this year i'm going to work on myself and january 1st marks the first day i'm doing that because for so many of us, we need that reboot. And New Year's Eve is that official reboot button that we are itching to click, that we want to click so bad and hit and start over so we can make new goals for ourselves. So it's amazing to set goals, to push yourself further, to do great things. But we're not going to make resolutions to obtain those great things. So instead, we're going to set aspirations and intentions. So first, let me start off by explaining the meaning behind these words and why it's better to use them versus resolution. So first we have aspirations. It's something you want. It's something you aspire to be. It's a goal, but it's not a set in stone goal where you're like, I need to achieve this by this date at this time with this many numbers. You almost look at it instead like a wish or like, oh, if I was to obtain goals for my best self, these would be them. And they're just written amongst the stars and it's a goal you have for yourself, but in long term. So next, intentions, the same thing. You're putting them out there. You're hoping they come true. But again, there's no timeline, but you're trying your best to do it. You're just putting it out into the universe. You're letting the universe take it over. And when it's the best time to happen, it's the best time to happen. And now on the other hand, resolutions. Resolutions, your plan is to completely resolve these bad habits that you're setting to get rid of or things you don't like about yourself without room for failure. And hello, we are humans. It's inevitable to not fail. We aren't trying to take a marker and black out everything we want to change. We're just trying to take baby steps in the right direction. So it's great to set intentions and aspirations instead of resolutions because you're setting goals for yourself. You're just saying it's okay when they happen. They don't have to happen right now. I just want to work on myself. And when those align with the time, that's when they're meant to happen. There's just goals out there. So that's why we should make that switch from resolutions to intentions or aspirations. Same thing. But, you know, personally, when I think of intentions, I think of them to be seen as something exciting. Something that makes you want to jump out of bed, get excited, get to work, set goals. Example, timeout. With this podcast, if I said, Caroline, for four hours every day, every week, you have to work on your podcast, you're going to get, I'm going to get to that desk and I'm going to say, ugh, because it feels like work. You're making this hobby feel like work and you're just trying to check off the box. Whereas instead, you just say, oh, I want to really focus on my podcast. The more you don't make time plans and say, oh, you have to do this by this, this by this, this by this with deadlines, the better it is, the more enjoyable it is, the more fun it is, and the more it is than just checking off a box, you know? Intentions just hold so much less stress and just show so much more progress. And I think that also has to do with the power of manifestation because you're putting it out into the world what you want. You're putting out into the world a positive way a positive mindset, a positive thing that you want to achieve and you want it instead of feeling like you're obligated that you have to reach it. And honestly, with manifestation, manifestation is crazy. I want to do an episode on that and I'm hoping 
one of the girls come on to do it with me that I love and is perfect for manifestation. But anyway, manifestation is amazing. You get what you put out into the world. And if it's all positive energy, if it's all good, girl, that's coming right back around to you. And with aspirations, it's perfect because you can make little ones too. And that's so much fun to do with a dream board because one, you can make it so aesthetically pleasing. Thank you, Pinterest. Personally, I love to do it when I was making my vision board for 2022. I was scrolling all around Pinterest, finding great pictures that defined my aspirations and intentions for the year. It's perfect because you see so many little things you want to achieve at some point in your life and you tend to take baby steps without even knowing. And these baby steps help you to get in the groove of this life you want to achieve. And if you see these pictures of your vision board hanging up every day, you're just subconsciously manifesting that life to come into play, to come into the real world. And it just works like a charm every time. And everyone should know this little secret. It's not even a secret. Everyone's shouting it out from the rooftops. People are just aren't picking it up because they don't want to. But oh my gosh, pick up manifestation, pick up vision boards, pick up aspirations and intentions 100%. And I will promise you, your life will go in a crazy, awesome, good direction. And then with these many vision boards, it holds so many goals into one little board. So it's perfect because you can set aspirations around your personal well-being. You can set them for your mental health, some for your career, some for your relationship, some for yourself. And it's all a balance of one another, of a picture you're seeing. And let me tell you, your life's going to get a lot better just from this little picture you're looking at. So obviously you do you. If this isn't for you, don't do it. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm not gatekeeping this. This is a great way to have your best life and live your best life. And this is a little step towards that. So we're setting intentions, aspirations only. And we're not using numbers because then we can look at the glass half full and celebrate all of our progress and all of our little wins because that's what we need to do in life celebrate every win you have celebrate everything that makes you you and celebrate every little win big to small a win is a win all right so now i thought i would go into my intentions for 2023 just to give you some ideas just to get those tracks rolling i think that's it actually that's definitely not it because train tracks don't roll but you know what i mean so I haven't made my dream board as I'm recording this, but I definitely have a general idea of what I want to do with this year's vision board based on last year's. So first, my biggest one is to get out of my comfort zone. That is a big one because I sometimes let anxiety get the best of me and tend to stay in my comfort zone where I know I'm safe and in that safe bubble. And I'm guessing you, some of you can relate. I'm guessing you miss out on events because your anxiety is saying, mm, that's out of the comfort zone. I'm guessing you don't hang out with certain people that you like because you're like, oh, something really bad could happen. This could go really wrong. And that's definitely for me. Oh my gosh, there would be guys. And I'm like, oh, I'm really into them. But my anxiety is like, oh, Caroline, something could go really wrong. Or like, you could make a fool of yourself. So why are you going to go do that? And you can't think like that. I let my brain think like that for so many years and I missed out on so many parts of my life. And I know it's one thing to say it and one thing to do it, but the more we just start doing it and taking those little baby steps out of our comfort zone and dipping a toe in the water and seeing that we're okay, that life is just life and that's how it is, we'll be okay. And that's definitely my biggest intention for 2023 is to get out of my comfort zone a little more. And honestly, 
the biggest part about getting out of your comfort zone is you're scared of the embarrassment. You're scared that you're going to be perceived wrong by someone, that something's going to go south. But listen, hello, embarrassment is a state of mind. My friend told me this and I was like, um, that is that is it. Embarrassment is a state of mind. You're the only one that dictates your embarrassment. No one else around you can dictate if you're embarrassed. So if you don't hold embarrassment, no one else can hold embarrassment. Embarrassment starts with you and ends with you. It's all within. So if you don't get to yourself like that, it's not going to happen. So I really want to get out of my comfort zone, get out of my little circle and experience more things for myself and do more things for myself. And honestly, I know the feeling. I know when you feel doing something new, it makes you squirm and feel sick and you just want to avoid that feeling altogether. But we can't stay in the same place forever. This world is meant to be traveled. This world is meant to meet new people. And we can't do that from this little bubble. And I totally, totally, totally get it that it's hard. It can bring a lot of anxiety. And I know that from experience. But it's so much better on the other side when we realize what is out there and how much we can achieve if we just get out of this little bubble of ours. And this whole time I've been questioning my life and I'm like, how do the people around me have all these super funny stories and keep getting what they want in life and have the perfect relationships? And the answer is they got out of their comfort zone. They went to shoot their shot. They don't believe in embarrassment and they are so confident in themselves that they did it all by getting out of their comfort zone. They did that all by themselves and that's the difference. That's the difference between people living their absolute best life and people are not. It's the comfort zone and we all control our comfort zone. And I know there's days it's hard. It's hard to get out of your comfort zone and try new things. But oh, let me tell you, it will be so much better for you on the other side if you just give yourself that little push. And you know, sometimes you might need your friend to give you a push. Oh my gosh. Um, my first kiss with a guy. Oh my God. <laughs> I was not even planning on hanging out with him. My best friend was like, Caroline, you're going. I'll go hang out with his other friend. And it was it was a disaster of a night <laughs> to say the least but it was fun and I got out of my comfort zone and it was I look back and I'm like oh my god and that's a core memory story in my life now and I'm like oh my gosh what would I do without that story because it's so funny and you know even if something does go wrong like you get embarrassed or whatever so what? You look back on life and you pee your pants thinking about that story and what happened. Because let me tell you, <laughs> if I look back on that night now, it, I never not go into laughs. And you can't have these funny stories if you don't live these funny moments. So it's putting yourself out there and trying new things. See, it's funny because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm 20 years old and I've never had a boyfriend. Well, maybe, Caroline, that's because the second a conversation with a guy gets awkward, you just walk away because you don't want to get into that uncomfortable situation. And instead, I'll just look to my phone when I get uncomfortable. I was like, Caroline, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm going to soak up all this uncomfortableness because that's what's going to further me. Actually, my friend was like, the other day, I was like, how am I 20 and not have a boyfriend? Like, what? And my friend was like to me, Caroline, everything you want for yourself is not going to come knocking on your door. You can't sit in bed all day and expect life to come to you. And you have to go, she was like, you have to go out into the world for yourself, experience uncomfortable situations and try new things. And then you'll see your comfort zone was a big part of what was holding you back. 
wow, <laughs> that sounds so inspiring. But that's exactly what she said to me. And I was laughing out loud because I'm like, yeah, I'm sitting in my bed all day. And I'm like, oh, why isn't this happening to me? Why am I, why can't I get that guy? Why can't I live that life? And I'm like, I can live that life. The only thing that's setting me back is me. And so on this vision board, I want to have a quote. I've had this quote on my last vision board and I definitely got out of my comfort zone this year, but I definitely want to further that. So I'm going to keep the quote up there and it says, your comfort zone will kill you. It's a phrase that is definitely going on my 2023 trade board. I'm still in the midst of making it, but that is going to be the center. That is going to be the center pic- center picture because so many of my goals revolve around getting out of my comfort zone. And so many of my goals and dreams stem from that. So that's perfect. And this year, Kellen's going to try to get out of her comfort zone a little more and try even more new things and see where life will take her with getting out of that my own little bubble. <laughs> One of the things I'm going to try to do is attend more events that are out of my safe space. And when I say safe space, my safe space is my home in New York. My safe space is my sorority house at school. That's about it. Those are my two safe places where I feel very comfortable. And outside of that, it's kind of like, whew, like what's going to happen? Because you don't know. You can't control it. You're not in your own bubble. And I was listing out more specific goals in relations to podcasting and social media and all that. And they all related around my comfort zone. I can't go travel places. I can't go meet with more people if I don't get out of my comfort zone of living in this bubble of mine. And if I want to forward this as my career and move this into an upper direction, the first thing is getting out of my comfort zone, saying hello to new experiences, welcoming the uncomfortableness and sitting with that feeling of being uncomfortable because we can't run from that feeling of uncomfortableness. The more we run from it, the more we get scared of it. If we don't face it head on, it's just gonna become a bigger and bigger fear. So this year I want to hang out with more people that aren't in my comfort zone. My comfort zone for me are my high school friends from home and my comfort friend, my comfort group at school is very specific people just because of how I am. And like this year, if I wasn't hanging out with them, I was like, oh, I'm not going out. I'm not going out because my people are out there and I'm not gonna feel comfortable. Caroline. You have to do things for yourself. You have to do things for you and you can't rely on the people around you to do them and to make you feel better. Yes, I totally get you need your comfort people in life, but sometimes you have to step away from them for just a minute, just one minute, and just say, look, I'm okay without them. And they can still be a great part of your life, but you also have to realize that you're fine on your own. You're finding new experiences without your comfort people. And it's just only gonna get better the more you do it. I also want to travel places. Traveling is something that's been hard for me for a little bit because I had a hard college experience in the very beginning and being homesick and my anxiety. So it's definitely hard for me to go to new places with new people for a little bit. No, actually my friends joke and they're like, oh, Caroline's going on abroad. We always are like, yep, Caroline's going abroad because that would never happen. My mom asked me the other day, she was like, Caroline, are you going abroad? I go, hell no. No, mom, you would be picking me up there in three days. And obviously that is a huge goal, but that's not a goal I can obtain right now. I'm working on getting comfortable in this area right now, but I definitely want to be able to travel more and not let my anxiety take over that because I've definitely said no to traveling places because I was like, oh, my anxiety is going to get in the way. Oh, I could get sick. Oh, something could go wrong, you know? And you can't live in fear and you can't live with those fears in the back of your head. 
So this year I want to travel more and say yes to more things, which is my goal. And I'm starting that off by going on a sorority conference in Indiana. I'm going with three other girls. And when I was running for this position, at first I was like, no, I'm not running because you have to go to Indiana. You have to go, well, you have to go meet people, talk to new people all day long in a different state. You got to fly there, stay in a hotel with three other girls. And I was like, no, that is so out of my comfort zone. I'm not doing it. And then I was like, hello, Caroline, you can't go preaching to the choir one thing if you don't do it yourself. And so I got the position and your girl's going to Indiana in less than a month. And I think that's perfect for me because it's going to be uncomfortable for me. It's going to be a little hard at first, but that's great progress. That's putting myself out there. So I really want to surround myself with the intentions of that quote of getting out of my comfort zone. So the next one, the next intention and aspiration I have set is healthier eating. And now this is very specific. It's not just, oh my gosh, I want to eat berries to look skinnier. Like, no. So if I were to describe what I eat in a day, I would definitely say it ranges. Some days I would say, yeah, I'm pretty healthy. And then some days I would look at what I'm eating and my eyes would just go wide open. <laughs> and that's okay because, you know, some days my body is super hungry and I need to give my body the fuel and energy that it needs. Oh my gosh, don't even get me started at what I eat at night. If I have a show on, which I usually do in the background, I will eat away like a little iPad kid. You know the iPad kids that just stand in front of the TV all day and just like have their eyes up and watch the TV? That's like me, but there has to be a snack in my hands. Like instead of their iPad, it's a snack. And oh my gosh, I will munch, munch, munch all night long. And it's so bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. And it's so funny because I'm like, I'm not even hungry. I'm just eating to eat. So I don't actually know. My intention is not to eat healthier. It's to be mindful of what I'm eating because, you know, some days I wake up and I can't even get through a day because I'm so drained and then I look at what I eat. I'm like, well, Caroline, maybe it's because you just ate Doritos, Pringles, Cheez-Its, and a fruit roll-up. So I can have energy to get through a full day without feeling exhausted, without feeling burnt out. So I was like, I'm going to try to eat a little healthier. And that can start with cooking. I can learn to cook new foods because, oh my gosh, the only thing I can cook is pasta. <laughs> Wow, I'm such a wife material. So I get, I want to learn how to make other foods that are healthy and can nourish my body with a lot of nutrients and I don't know, healthy food, healthy vibe, happy life. That's, that's what I'm thinking. So I want to really learn how to cook more things besides toast, pasta, and ramen. <laughs> that's definitely like the college diet. <laughs> yeah, and I definitely need to start looking how to cook because next year I live in my first apartment and I'm going to be so dazed and confused um, and so helpless if I don't start doing that. So I really want to learn how to make some yummy foods and I actually think I wanted to do a video on that too of eating like clean for a week and seeing the difference in how I feel if I get more energy and all that because that could be that's something I would really love to learn. So of course everything's a balance so I'm not going to say oh I'm going to cut off all junk but again I can start substituting choices and so for this on the vision board I want to do a shopping cart with a lot of healthy food but also in that cart there's going to be Doritos and stuff because you know those sweet treats are out there for a reason we deserve some everything is in moderation so I want like a nice little cart filled with fruit but then like I'm gonna like photoshop Doritos in there or something because it's a it's a balance everything's a balance 
And I deserve a reward. If I want Doritos one day, I'm eating Doritos one day. Everything's balanced. All right. Woo. So the next aspiration I have is that I want to hold validation within myself. Finding validation in myself from myself and not from my friends or guys around me is what I'm trying to say. Because I definitely find more validation when I get compliments, when guys talk to me, when guys show me attention. But I don't wanna, I don't want to let these guys have a hold on me. I don't want these guys to be able to control my happiness. Why am I letting guys control my happiness? What? That doesn't even make sense. So imagine, like, you know, when a guy adds you on Snapchat and you're like starting to Snapchat for the first time, let me tell you, if he's cute, you're your self-validation is gonna go boop, 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 like it goes up and i get that but why are we not letting our self-validation go boop, 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 on its own for some people oh my gosh i look up to them where they are just so in love with themselves and love them for themselves and don't need validation from anyone else and oh my gosh that's what i want to aspire to have because i want to find validation in myself for myself from myself and not let anyone around me dictate it and do what I like because I like it and not let the opinions of other people stop me from doing it or stop me from seeing my best self. You know, I see it so much in college, especially where girls are like, ew, I'm so ugly. And then they'll hook up with a guy and they'll be like, I am so pretty. Life is so good. Like, why are we letting guys control that and not ourselves? It's such a weirdly normalized concept. So for this one, I put a picture of myself when I was at one of my happiest times over the summer, as a reminder that every day I have the power to make myself that happy on my own. And I don't need anyone else around me to give me that happiness, to give me that self-validation, to give, to let me know my worth. I want to know that on my own. So definitely that one. That one was a big one. Um, Next one. My aspiration is to realize the negativity that's going on within me from holding a grudge. So I'll be honest, I take a lot to heart and that's something I want to fix. So when someone wrongs me in a really big way, I tend to hold on to it. And when I say hold on to it, I just tend to hold on to those emotions because they hurt me so much or something went south and I can just remember how bad I felt. And then I was thinking, I was thinking one day and I was like, you know, Caroline, it's hurting you more than anyone else to hold on to these grudges. They may have hurt you in the past, but why are you still holding on to it? Why are you still living with that pain? Why are you still letting those people letting those people hold so much power over you years later? For what? I don't know. It's just like life is so short. You don't have to be friends with a person, but you can be at peace without carrying that burden around with you. And that's definitely something I want to work on this year because... It's not fair to me to hold these burdens. It's not fair to us to hold these burdens when it wasn't even our problem to begin with, when we were the ones getting hurt, you know? So why are we holding on to that burden? Why are we tiptoeing around certain events and tiptoeing away from seeing these people because they hurt us and we're still hurting? But yeah, basically I want to free myself from all of that stress and grudge-holding anxiety I have because why live with it? Why? You have so much better things to do in life than live with it. And it's just not serving me. So why? Why have it? You know? So that's what I'm really going to try to do. 
And lastly, um, one of my goals has to do with social media. So I have a lot of goals for social media and it's mainly just to grow on platforms and reach a larger audience with the message I'm spreading because I love spreading positivity. I love being able to be relatable and let people feel understood when it comes to mental health. And if I can do that, and help someone, it means the world to me. So to be able to get this audience to grow would be amazing. And ever since I was younger, I knew I always wanted to do something with social media. When I was literally in elementary school, um, time out. If you are listening to this, how do you guys say elementary? Because my friends always say it's elementary and they correct me but we say in new york elementary so let me know yeah actually before i was even introduced social media i told my friends at school that i would be writing a song this was an elementary and selling it on itunes <laughs> and i was like hey just so you know i'm gonna have a song on itunes like i'm i'm gonna be there so just so you know <laughs> no i did not make it to itunes but hey kind of cool because I did end up making it to Spotify and Apple Music with this podcast. So kind of a different journey, but still the same journey in a different way. I don't know. I guess from a young age, I've always wanted to do something with media and all that. And in middle school and early high school, I was always watching YouTubers and was obsessed with all the YouTubers who were with Doe, traveling the world with them. Oh my gosh, Coachella vlogs. Oh my gosh, you name it. And I watched especially I don't know if you guys remember the Doe era, but it was like this app where you could buy multiple clothes on this one app. Oh my gosh, I loved it. The girls were so cool and I was like, oh my gosh, I want to be that. I remember watching Luca Whitaker religiously. I loved watching her. Her, Hannah Malotion, Ellie Thummon. Um, But yeah, so then in high school, I was like, you know what? I really want to start a YouTube channel. It would be really fun. So I made my cover for it. I got the Canon G7X, did some recording, and then never made it from there. I was too worried what other people were going to think. And I did have great support back then, which is amazing. And it's still the friends that are supporting me today, which is everything. But yeah, like, oh my gosh, I was making get ready with me prom dress edition or get go shopping with me prom dress edition. And I was making bowling video. Oh my gosh, I made montages and all that. And I was so excited and I loved doing it, but I was so nervous what other people thought. And I wish I did that, but hey, I'm here now. So yeah, social media has always been in my blood. That, <laughs> that sounds funny, but it's true. I've always loved it, had a passion for it. So first, I definitely want to grow this podcast and see what I can do on other platforms to grow it, to spread this message because it's definitely a message that needs sharing because everyone needs a place where they can count on to be happy, to go to when they're feeling upset and know they're going to get some positive vibes out of it. And just on top of that, to also feel understood when it comes to things, especially like mental health, because... You know, going through anything alone is hard enough. So it makes me so happy that we've been able to build such a safe community where you guys feel comfortable sharing with me and I feel comfortable sharing with you guys, which is amazing because it really helps to show each of us that we're not alone. I also really want to engage with followers. I try very well to answer a lot of the direct messages I get, but sometimes I don't see all of them. So I really want to be able to respond to those and get to know you guys more because it's really so special what this podcast has given us in terms of relationships with people. So I really want to read them, hear you guys, listen to your stories and all that. 
I think it would also be really cool to get a sponsorship. That would be pretty cool. I've been looking at sponsorships, trying to pick some and work with some. So I think that's something that's going to come in 2023. I'm hoping for the best. And I don't know, so much out there for social media that I would love to do. I definitely want to get more consistent with my content. TikTok's hard for me, but I I want to definitely get more consistent with that and post more on Instagram. So on my vision board, um, I think I'm just going to do some pictures of apps or something or like of a viral TikTok or something just to show that like it will pay off. You just have to be consistent and work, work, work. And the reason I keep saying I want to build a larger audience is because there's so many people out there with mental health problems, with struggles that they are so quiet about because they feel like no one else understands them. And I know how that feels. When I had my battle with OCD, when it was very, very hard for me, I felt so alone. I felt like there was no one else in this world that could understand what I was going through. And that's why I made this because it's important that people know they're not alone that someone's facing something similar. Oh, and then I'm really hoping for social media. I can have a full circle moment with some new guest. I've been in the works and praying, praying, praying. It happens and you know, everything's meant to be, but I'm that could be super exciting and cool. And then with all these aspirations I have, there you go. You put them together into a vision board. At the end, it's a big collage of everything you love and so much more, your dreams, your goals, your aspirations, your intentions, and you put it all together. You put it wherever you look every single morning and you will subconsciously manifest it. If you see it every day, you won't even realize you're manifesting it because it's just always in the back of your mind and you're working towards it without even knowing you're working towards it. And that is so nice because then that takes away the chore feeling because you don't feel like you're working, 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 like you have to do this, you have to do this. You don't even know you're doing it and you're just putting your best foot forward. You're living your best life and it's just subconsciously manifesting. And with all these intentions and aspirations, you don't have to make them if you don't want to. Just because it's a new year also doesn't mean you need to set accomplishments. You've accomplished enough already by making it through 2022. And thus far, there is so many accomplishments and big achievable moments that you've gone through within those years. And that is a huge accomplishment in itself and so overlooked by so many people because people don't think it's a big deal, but it is a big deal. Think about what you go through in the year, your highs, your lows, your everything in between. You made it, you've made it this far, you're going, you're gonna have a great year and be proud of yourself, pat yourself on the back. And if you feel like you're slaying away life the way you are right now, don't feel obligated to make more goals. Sure, it's great to set goals in life, but if you feel like that's not for you, don't do it. Don't do it because everyone around you is doing it. Do what's best for you and doing what's best for you is just as valid as other things. For some people, it's best to set intentions to move them forward, to get them moving. And for some people, it's not what they like to do. And that's okay because that's the beauty of this world because everyone is so unique and different and can do so many different things that works for them. There's no one path of a way that works for something. But anyway, you know, my point at the end of the day is just to make it fun. These dream boards are so much fun and to be able to see all the things you can achieve with the new year if you just put your mind to it is amazing. And it's so much fun. It's so much fun to do with your friends too. Have a night, go make dream boards with your girlfriends or guy friends or whatever, or even do it alone. Last year I did it alone, still so much fun. And at the end of the year, I know some years you look back and you're like, oh, that year did not play out how I wish it did. But if it's not the way it turned out, look at the silver lining because you can in most situations. 
just be grateful for the chapter you were in because I can guarantee you, you learned something out of that because every moment is a stepping stone to another and that moment's gonna get you somewhere. Even if it was a low point, at a point, that low point will step you to a high point. You need those low points to get to the high point. So don't worry, you're gonna be okay. And lastly, put your mental health first this year, especially because that's so, so, so important and surround yourself with nothing but good vibes, good people, and you will be well on your way to living your best life. For sure, if there's one thing I can say, that's how you live your best life, is the people and the energy that you're surrounded by. Good energy helps you live a better, more happier, more positive, fuller life. So live the life that you wanna choose, and be the writer of your own story, and don't let other people take it over. Don't let other people tell you your goals, what you need to do, what you need to aspire to be, by a date, by a time, no. You're in charge of that, you're the writer of your own story, and you will be the one determining that. Oh, I could talk about this forever. I love this topic, it's so cool to me. But anyways, with that, I hope I've inspired you to set intentions and aspirations or whatever works best for you because remember, you know yourself better than anyone else. And then if you're setting intentions and aspirations, try to make a vision board to really set them into place because you will see amazing results. Anyways, I want to hear your ideas for the intentions you are setting and your vision boards. So DM me with all that, especially your vision boards. I love seeing them come to life at the end of the day when you get them all together. And I will be sure to look at them. I will definitely post mine once it's done. But in the meantime, get ready for a great year because 2023 is going to be our year. And to do that, remember to stay looking on the bright side and I promise you it'll serve you really well. Love you guys. Bye.